culture as part of the onboarding process? Don't miss this opportunity. Say what? Culture being on the list for onboarding somebody onto a team, organization, or community? Yes, without a doubt. There are many forms of welcoming somebody into a group, organization, and community. These ways come in both informal and formal methods. Let's unpack why culture, as part of the onboarding process, is such a good opportunity not to be wasted. For this article, informal and formal is defined. Informal is more natural, not as structured and planned, and maybe more personal. Formal is structured, planned, possibly rehearsed, maybe not as personal. For example, what is a nice way to welcome a new family into a neighborhood? Certainly, the act of delivering a small gift, maybe a plant, baked good, etc., to the family once they have settled in, or striking up a conversation and showing genuine interest in them, and exchanging phone numbers and letting them know that you are here in case of any emergencies. These are all great ways to informally onboard a family into the new community. Those gestures are what makes people feel welcome, especially during a time of potential anxiousness for the family due to the new move. It can be nerve-wracking at reestablishing family roots in a new area. How about a formal onboard? Take, for example, a new volunteer at a large regional nonprofit organization. The volunteer is exposed to a one-day orientation that starts off with morning refreshments, a 10-minute speech from the executive director, training on housekeeping items, review of the volunteer checklist, and concludes with the volunteer departing with an information packet. This experience may have seemed artificial in a way and somewhat non-personal. Is one better than the other? It's tough to say, as environments are all different and people are all different. However, the more personal an onboard can be, the more likely that person feels a quicker sense of belonging. That person or group will feel more connected from the beginning, and this will lead to a better chance of sustained engagement over the long term. So we will ask the burning question again, given what you just heard above. As the creator of the designed culture of a group, organization, team, or community, should culture and expectations of a future state be part of the onboarding process? Yes! Diversity of perspectives, outlook, and approaches is a strength, and providing the opportunity for a group to be included is vital. With more diverse individuals from various geographically sparse areas coming together to live, work, and socialize, natural norms are the, of the ways of living and the ways of treating each other that are all different must be integrated. Therefore, the creator or creators of a design culture for a team, group, or organization needs to have an understanding and skill set to successfully integrate people to the created culture. The first impression opportunity of an onboard needs to be personal. Whether it's formal or informal, it doesn't really matter. It is a great opportunity to hit the ground running. We want to run through a thought experiment here for a moment to illustrate this. Imagine you just joined a newly formed community slash city working group with a charter 
to help increase child participation in the arts. The group is made up of 20 members of various genders, ages, backgrounds, experiences, and ethnicities. They are all passionate, though, about the arts and children, but in different ways. At the first official working group meeting, everyone shows up at the local hall where it is being held, and most are quiet. They're unsure, and they're waiting what is next. The creator of the working group, she in this case, sees and understands the diversity of the group. The creator knows that everyone may see things a bit differently. She also knows that each person likely treats others a bit differently. Some may be more aggressive towards their approach to work. Some may be more passive. Some may be more pessimistic and some more optimistic. Some may be more vocal and some not so much. Even though there are differences between the members, she wants to take this opportunity in the first meeting to onboard, set a culture baseline, and review expectations on this team's norms for this specific group. As the group members all sit in their chairs in a semicircle format facing a whiteboard, she starts off sitting amongst the whole group. Then she begins the opener by explaining why they are all here in the mission they are working towards. She points to a blank whiteboard and says, this is our roadmap. Next, she stands up and addresses the elephant in the room. She walks up to the whiteboard and states that she acknowledges the differences and diversity the group all has. Next, she explains that those are strengths when cultivated properly. She proceeds to state that the whiteboard represents a created culture baseline that we will all be a part of developing and upholding together. Over the course of the 30 minutes, the group works side by side, creates and sets the culture baseline with facilitation from the culture creator. Everyone establishes the norms for treating each other, communication, performance, opportunity for inclusion, and much more. With the leadership from the culture creator, the whole group developed the baseline for that particular group culture. The group's relationships flourish. The group's relationships flourish, and the mission flourishes over a course of a year, and the culture creator keeps everyone on track with constant reminders. Doesn't that thought experiment described before sound like a great experience? If so, then why not have the concept of a baseline created culture and what's to be expected of people coming onto a team, a community, a group, or so-and-so, not be part of general onboarding effort? It seems to be one of the most least talked about topics in any organization at all. Why is that? Maybe some are afraid of any fallout? The truth is, there would be more likelihood of fallout if baseline culture and understanding is not part of the onboarding process. Delivering the onboarding expectations and future states of that created culture in a personal way for that particular team, group, organization as a whole, or community, up front, in a way which encourages diversity, inclusion, innovation, new thought, and new approaches to obtain that end state. If not, there are untested assumptions on how people feel, who people are, what they know already of the team, the organization, or the community, and much more. Why not eliminate that risk up front by leading, facilitating, informing, coaching, and developing the next group to embody 
and grow the baseline culture as it stands with the eye on the future for continuous improvement. Creator of culture thinks that created baseline cultures and expectations delivered up front as part of onboarding is a huge game changer. Will you try this? Will you incorporate it? Please tell us your stories. We want to sincerely thank you for listening to Creator of Culture's podcast series.